In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attention of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locastudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locastudy.com and download your free copy today. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Jeff Zimfer, host of Mortgage Marketing Live. So excited you're tuning in here today. Wherever you're watching from, please take a moment and comment and say hello, because we're going to get started with our special guest in just a moment. It's Mortgage Marketing Live, bringing you the truth and what's working for mortgage marketing every single week. We're going to get started in just a minute. Hey, 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 here we are back live. I'm your host, Jeff Zimfer, and we have with us my good friend of, gosh, how many years now, Scott Shang? Welcome. It's been to, a long time. Yeah, welcome to the show. By the way, the audience, <laughs> they're so glad you decided to show up. They approve. <laughs> they approve. That's, that's yes, good. You're on our approved list. So listen, man, I know you're incredibly busy. You're, you're running a mortgage brokerage. Uh, you're a marketing person extraordinaire. Um, and you've made time for us to share some of what you've been learning about running this, this Facebook mm -hmm. ad test lately. So for those who don't know who you are, why don't you give them the quick background? Who Scott Shang? What's he all about? Yeah, I've, um, I've been in mortgage industry for 20 years now. Um, I was a mortgage broker for a while, went over to direct lending um, with small local brokerage uh, after the crash in 08, um, went back to brokering in 2015. Um, really everything that I'm going to show you here today, I, I I don't know about broker extraordinaire. I love trying to break stuff and then I love trying to fix it. So I'm very analytical. Um, in my mortgage practice, I've always been an educator and I always like to educate. I'm not a great salesperson. So what I'm going to show you today was actually our it was my solution to start building referral partnerships because we were doing consumer direct for many, many years. Um, I'm not a donuts and coffee kind of guy. I don't like to initiate conversations. Uh, you know, those are my character flaws, but they prevent me from getting into big rooms of people and glad handing and back padding and all that <laughs> stuff. So, so what we did is we created this system, a process so that we could show that, um, really to help agents generate more buyers and to, and this is really about database marketing. And yes, you can go out and you can door knock, but with all of the incredible technologies today, um, once you, once you're out there, what are you talking to people about? Is there a way to get them into a database so that you can keep touching them? Um, you can stay in front of them um, because Consumer direct leads are really, really misunderstood, especially buyer leads. Um, there's a very long timeline on those. Uh, most consumer direct leads are going to be ready to buy in four to 18 months. Mm -hmm. and, and so all you can really look at is 
Am I able to capture those leads and put them in my database at a reasonable cost? And do I have mechanisms set up so that I'm staying in front of them so that I can not only capture the people that are ready now, but I can stay in front of the people that aren't ready. So um, it's not, these aren't, these aren't deals you close today. These are deals you close six months from now. So when you're thinking about building your database and database marketing and all the incredible tools we have at our disposal right now, um, it's a good idea to keep filling that database and keep working that database of consumers because ultimately they make the decision, mm. right? We as consumers, we don't get tricked into stuff, mm. you know, we don't, and, and buying a home isn't an impulse buy. So when you're working a database, you're building trust over time. And then when the consumer is ready, hopefully you've done a good enough job that they raise their hand and they say here. Gotcha. So the, the one thing that I, I do want to say, because people always ask me this, how the hell do you do all this stuff? Mm -hmm. I have a business partner. So we specifically structured our business uh, so that Josh Lewis uh, manages operations and all the loans. And I mostly focus on this stuff, on the creating the marketing, um, creating the marketing materials and going out there and doing webinars and things like that. Um, I'm kind of the rainmaker. He's kind of the bucket. And that's why this works. Awesome. Yeah. So it's a good, good partnership there. Uh, feeling very, both of those roles are very, very important. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So let's, let's dig into it a little bit. And before I do, I want to give a quick shout out, virtual high five to Mike Copeland, Ben Lavender, Shannon Young. Welcome. Uh, as you guys know, if you've got questions for us, as we go through this, put your questions in the comments, wherever you're watching this. And heck, if you're on YouTube, Hey, let us know you're watching on YouTube. Also, we'd love to know our YouTube family's grown over there. All right. So let's talk about, let's, let's set this up. You decided to go public with this recent uh, test you did on Facebook and running ads. So do you want me to show the first ad? You want me to bring that up and we can talk through it? Um, or do you want to set it up first? Yeah, let me let me kind of set it up first. Okay. So so specifically, what we are doing is we're going out and um, we're doing lunch and learns, which you are the godfather of lunch and learns. Um, <laughs> and and so we're doing we were doing lunch and learns on a Facebook marketing masterclass, which was basically just doing a complete breakdown of the ads we were doing, and these were for agents. Mm -hmm. Then we started doing one for HomeBot and teaching agents how to use HomeBot to grow their business. Gotcha. So it within those, those are both tools that all fit into one system. And it was a lead generation system that we basically offered to be the marketing partner for realtors that wanted to join with us. We called it the rising tide theory lifts all boats. Mm. So if we can be your external marketing arm. And so I would do this presentation. I would do the lunch and learn in exactly the same way I'm going to do today. Um, actually to a much lesser degree. Uh, we lift the kimono. I mean, I'll tell you everything that we're doing. I'll show you exactly how we're doing it. 99.9% uh, .9 of people will say, cool, can you do it for me? And so, and so that's the, that was the strategy. So what we're going to, what I'm going to show you today is really just the, it's the entire process. It's all of the tools. It's all of the pieces. It's all of the messaging and all of the follow-up. Um, we are running these ads on behalf of an agent out of our business manager. Mm -hmm. So we're creating the ad, we're monitoring the ad, we're measuring and modifying the ads to make them work because they don't always work um, just for a lot of different reasons. Right. And um, 
And then we're connecting them so that they're pushing into all of these other con contact conversion and nurture systems automatically. So in a perfect world, all the agent has to do is answer the hot transfer from verse, or they have to answer their email that somebody is interested in doing something. So what we've tried to do is we've tried to completely eliminate the lead follow-up piece for agents and we've tried to simplify the lead follow-up piece on our side um, so that we can scale so okay real quick let me just point out for those listening you mentioned a company called verse verse.io formerly known as agentology i believe agentology correct agentology, right yeah it's so outsource isa is that your uh, verse.io account or your agents no, this is mine, and I set up the agents as seats under my account. So the when Verse is reaching out to them, they are calling from the agent's office. Okay, and just to clarify for those listening, it is it's basically like you said, it's an ISA, it's an independent. What do you call it? Sales agent? What is it? Yeah, inside sales agent is usually what it is, but really, it's a it's a human being in San Diego, twenty four seven. Right. And, and so the point of this, and we're going to show the dashboard in a minute, but the point is like, you, you know, here's the, the one thing most people drop the ball with the Facebook leads is you need somehow to follow up with, with them. Verse.io is this company that will call and you've got some stats on this, will call these people like right out of the gate, super fast beyond them and try and convert them. Right. So, yeah. yeah let, and let me finish setting this up. So this entire thing started with one of the agents that we were running ads for. Okay. We switched them from, we switched them from an ad format that collected very little contact data mm -hmm. um, to a format that collects a tremendous amount of contact data. So this agent's response to that was, I don't think this is working because there's too many of these leads that aren't in my range that I, that, you know, that I want to work. Uh, so I, so what I said was, okay, fine. I'm not going to, you can't convince somebody that the lead quality is there. And, and to be able to explain why the only reason you think the lead quality isn't there is because you have all these data points, you have all this data on every single lead. And there was always a percentage of those leads that were not going to be any good. A, a solid half of all leads, never gonna talk to, right? That's just pretty typical. And, uh, and so that's what this was. So this project was, I spent the weekend, built a bunch of spreadsheets, downloaded all the leads, analyzed all the leads. And quite frankly, I was shocked. I, I was shocked that the quality was way better than I thought they were. And, um, and so I posted it on Facebook and I just started the conversation of, hey, listen, these tools work. I'm not doing anything special. I'm just putting these tools together and I'm, and I'm, and I'm putting these things out so we can go ahead and show exactly what I'm doing. Okay, cool. Let's uh, swap views here. Let me attempt to bring up this screen. We're going to share the ad examples, the Facebook stuff here. There we go. Let me go into presentation mode and let's, uh, all right, that's cool. We can keep us on there for now. We can go full screen if we all want. Right. Yep. Yeah. So there, these are the two ads that we're primarily running. The one on the left is more of a long term. We'll run that for 30 days. Mm -hmm. uh, typical spend on something like this is about $400. We try to do between $15 and $20 a day. Um, any less than that. And Facebook's algorithm does not have what it needs to learn Um to learn how to present your ads to the right people. If you're doing Facebook ads and you're spending a dollar a day or $5 a day, uh, 
it takes a really long time. So your lead quality is it's going to take a long time for Facebook to show it to the right people. Uh, on the right-hand side is a just listed um, open house type of ad. So these are single property ads. Uh, we're, for the most part, we're copying and pasting the, uh, the MLS description. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the overwhelming majority of it will be under the fold. Um, so it'll just say show more, um, but we pack the emojis in on the top that you see there. And I didn't post this, uh, but anybody looking for every single emoji in the world, um, Emojipedia is mm -hmm. free and you just type in the topic and you'll find all kinds of emojis. So um, Facebook, Facebook changed their marketing last year. Um, they, they removed a lot of interest targeting. Uh, and they made it a lot more difficult for housing. Um, and, and it was really kind of a, a it, was, it was, well, people were, people were targeting specific zip codes and age ranges and sex and things like that. And that's obviously not legal um, in the housing space. So um, what I've listed here is a list of the targeting that we use. We don't use every single one on every single ad, um, but we will swap them in and out. Um, we've got some, you see, there's some renter things in there. Um, people that are going to Trulia or that like Trulia or Zillow. Those are typically people that are searching for houses. Um, the home insurance was one that we threw in there that I thought worked pretty well. Multiple listing service, uh, was one that I hadn't seen people using, um, that we ended up throwing in there. Yeah, and by the way, real quick, just just in case anybody missed that, to Scott's point in terms of Facebook changing the targeting options, a lot of people have that headline like, you know, hey, if you can't target well on Facebook anymore. Well, not true to, to, to prove that point. These are what you're showing right here is interest-based targeting still available on Facebook. So those oh, are yeah. indicators of interest in, uh, you know, buying or selling a home. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and I tried to get tricky with the um, renters insurance and, <laughs> and renting and apartments.com and things like that to try to get in front of people early because the, this, you know, the ad on the left-hand side is really just a stop paying your landlord, pay yourself kind of thing. So um, I, the ad cost, the actual cost per lead um, that comes that comes out. Um, it varies widely. Uh, it, it varies widely by area, by state. Um, I typically, when I'm talking to a, when I'm talking to realtors and I'm giving, I'm trying to set expectations for what they can see, what they're going to see for their spend. Because that was the other part of this is is this is the agent spend. So if the agent spending, if I say four hundred dollars, um, they give me, they send me four hundred dollars all $400 of that goes towards this ad spend. And mm -hmm. I'll kind of explain how we deal with the RESPA thing in a second. Um, but I usually tell them you can expect leads to be $12 or less. Um, it's not unusual at all to get leads under $4. Um, in the numbers that I'm going to show you, um, our average lead cost over almost 350 leads was just under $7. Um, and then what I started doing differently is you'll see um, on the bottom of the ad where it says learn more. Mm -hmm. And that's a great call to action when you're doing um, when you're doing these types of ads. Uh, learn more gets a really high click through rate. Uh, for a long time, I used to run Facebook lead ads and lead ads are, are an opportunity. It's a it's a um, 
it's a lead capture. It's a lead capture mechanism in Facebook, native to Facebook, that allows the consumer to. Well, sometimes they don't even know that they gave you their information, mm -hmm. uh, but they don't have to leave Facebook. So in on a lead ad, in some cases, they could click learn more and they don't even know that um, me as the advertiser just received their name, their email address and their phone number um, that's in their profile when they signed up their profile. Uh, doesn't necessarily mean that contact information is good, uh, but I switched to that um, to a long form lead form um, because I was curious to see if it would impact how it would impact my conversion, right? Because we were generating those leads. So on, when I was doing lead ads, we added two qualifying questions. So I put as many hurdles into the lead ad as we could. Mm -hmm. So we did ask them, uh, do you have a pre-approval letter and what's your time frame to move? This is on the lead form. Do you want to go to that now? Well, that's lead. That's the lead ad form, but I switched oh, the I lead so. ads. So yeah. this entire campaign, um, this entire campaign goes to a landing page. So I'm actually taking them off Facebook. So yeah, you can go. So this is a company called Lead Pops. They're also out of San Diego. Hey, can I interrupt real quick? Yeah. Sorry if I'm killing your flow. <laughs> no, no. But um, I'm curious if this is because you you said you got away from the lead ads on Facebook, which auto fills and auto populates a lot of the information. Um, yeah. Maybe I missed it because I'm running the show here. But was there a specific reason why was it quality of leads? For instance, you wanted more data up front, less leads, more quality? Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it's, you know, when you're doing these things, uh, it's funny, if, if, if you've got an ad in your Facebook stream, mm -hmm. um, they're trying to sell you a large quantity of leads at a very low cost. I'm trying to earn business out of these leads. So I'm not going to I'm not going to ruin my relationships by bragging about $1 leads that are absolutely no good. Yeah. So I'm always trying to put more hurdles and make it harder for the consumer to make it through the gauntlet <laughs> so that hopefully theoretically on the other side um you're measuring their level of motivation is significantly higher than if they accidentally pushed a button and you got all their information. So, so that was the reason. So we went from collecting five data points to 15 data points. Wow. And, um, and this, so what this is called, so lead lead pops. I don't know if you've had Andrew on here. Mm -hmm. um, if you haven't, Oh, you have a while yeah. back. Yeah. Okay. No, really smart guy. Um, I, I, I love intelligent business owners that are always thinking forward on these things. So all this is, is this is out of the box. Um, I turned on the super footer, which is the whole thing underneath the, the zip code. Um, that improved our conversion. That's, that's just default. Oh, they, I see right here. This. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the the landing page, essentially the lead capture form. Yeah, if you shut this off, it would only be everything above how this works. Right. You know, it's funny. I because uh, uh, I've been around Lead Pops for a while as well. I don't actually recall ever seeing this. That's actually really awesome. Well, so what's really cool is that's very that's animated. So the actual computer and the little phone pops in, and the chat box pops up, yeah. um, and the name the name in there is the actual name of the real estate agent. Um, they work for Keller Williams. This so this campaign actually surprised me the most because this is in Northern California. So this is in a very high cost area, yeah. um, and it did really really well. These leads actually did come in under four dollars. 
and uh, and the conversion on 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 those were pretty good. Nice. So uh, we threw a background image. Um, that background image I actually took off of the agent's website, so that was their hero image. Nice. Um, I threw that back there, um, and that was it. And so that's the form that people are landing on. So what they'll do is they enter in their zip code right. and then it's going to swipe. It's going to swipe right. Right. Yep. And it's going to do that 15 times. And all of this is mobile optimized as well. Absolutely. Yeah. You're only going to see all of this. If you're on a desktop, if you're on mobile, all you really see is the form. Okay. Got it. Very cool. Nice. All right. So that's cool. So that's a lead capture form from uh, uh, Lead Pops, our good friend yep. Andrew over there, who's all about uh, conversion optimization. Yep. Preach on, my brother. Uh, and these, do you want to go through some stats quickly? Uh, yeah. So, so this is the next step. So that's the lead capture. This is lead contact, right? So as soon as you capture the lead, you need to contact them. So what I did is I started using Verse.io. They were agentology. Um, they were real estate. They were real estate exclusive until last year, and then they started they started doing uh, mortgage. A right. uh, couple of the cool things that I that I I really appreciate about Verse, um, I didn't change any of their scripts. So you have the ability to go in there and change the scripts on what kind of conversations and what kind of text gets sent out to the consumer. I decided to just go out of the box and see if it works. So this is this is a little snapshot. So what verse is um, again? They're live people in San Diego, twenty four seven. This they they go here from Zapier. So from directly from Lead Pops, they get zapped directly over to Verse IO. They also get sent to our CRM, um, and they'll go into Homebot, which I'll show you in a second. So this is a little thirty day screenshot. Um, we're not running any ads right now, um, but I just checked the last thirty days, and this is pretty consistent with what our numbers are. Uh, they're responding means that they contacted somebody, so the lead responded. Uh, that's 49, 51%. That's pretty good. And that's pretty normal. Um, I find that when I'm doing organic, uh, organic leads off of my website, find my way home, uh, your responding rate is going to be uh, a lot higher on organic. Uh, but still this 50% number is pretty, pretty amazing to me. Uh, now here's the really, the, the one that I really like is the qualified rate. Mm. Uh, now qualified for verse really only means that, um, they reached the person, they verified that they're a real person, they know they filled out the form and they're interested in what we're selling. It doesn't mean that they actually qualify, it just means that it's a live body that we can now talk to. So one out of pretty consistently, um, we're seeing about one out of five leads, not responded leads, one out of five leads were getting qualified. 33 into you know the 163, it's a little bit over 20%. So that's pretty amazing. The, the other thing that I think is really, really interesting and why I love Verse is you look at the 49 number that you were circling. Mm -hmm. Those are leads no, down below oh, right here. underneath. Yeah, that's when the lead came in. So half of our leads came in after hours. Mm. And because Verse is following up on them 24-7, so I, I don't have any screenshots of this, but I just saw this lead. So as I was working on this, I'm kind of paying attention to some of these numbers a little bit. And um, so we had a lead that came in um, on the 18th. Uh, Verse got it. They came in at 945 at night. 
Okay, so it came in at 9.45 at night. Verse got a hold of them. Uh, they want to buy in the next one to three months. They have money down. They have a 740 plus credit score, and they wanted to get set up on an IDX drip. And I'm like, okay, that's fantastic. Well, two days ago, um, they responded to HomeBot, and now they want to see listings in a specific zip code in HomeBot. And that lead came in at 9.45 at night 10 days ago. Okay. So let's take a pause here because that's we got a lot of info flowing, and I'm loving it. So once again, folks, this is – I don't know how I would, I would say this. I would say, look, if you're going to try and really make Facebook ads or paid ads work online for yourself, this is one of the areas, if you will, of the secret sauce if there is such a thing, and that mm-hmm. is you need somebody to be able to – respond to these leads in a timely manner. And there's various levels based on budget you could do. Obviously, texting, you can automate that, some CRM, some Zapier integrations. Uh, Scott, as mentioned, is using Verse.io, which is live human outbounds, and you're look, and you're seeing kind of the response rates with that. We got a question real quick from somebody. Uh, let me just th- throw it up there. Can't see who it is. Hey, would love you to accept the uh, StreamYard request so we can see your name. But I know you talked about per lead. Do you, can you speak to, and you don't have to be specific, because, by the way, I'd be curious to know, um, with the lead ad spend, obviously you're doing this for a variety of different agents. Can you mm-hmm. talk to that question about spend? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And, and I think we actually, we did, we covered this a little bit earlier um, when we were talking about getting the ads to work. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like to, I typically don't like to run an ad for less. If we're going to do it daily, I don't like to do it for less than 15 to $20 a day for a minimum of five days. Okay. Um, but what the evergreen, well, I call them evergreen ads, but it's really the rent versus buy kind of type of ads. Um, it's really the first time home buyer ad. Mm -hmm. Um, that's the one that, um, Oh, somebody just texted me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I lost my I lost my, my train of thought. That one we do about four hundred dollars for the thirty days. So it still falls into right around that fifteen to twenty dollars a day. And that's kind of a sweet spot. If you can do more if you can do more up front to get through the learning phase, sometimes that's a good idea. Then you can pull back your you can pull back your spend uh, once the the learning phase is over. But your your the, your learning phase, how long is that that you're running? Well, so Facebook, Facebook, this is a Facebook feature. So when you run a new ad, it says learning phase um, on your ad. Um, they want to see about 25 to 50 leads. You almost never hit it. Um, but if you can push enough traffic and you can get enough engagement, um, it it really, all it really is, is, is the longer you can let it run and the more you spend at it, um, it'll learn better over time. Is there a time frame that you'll take a look at how an ad is performing and make a decision based on some criteria to stop? Yeah, no, I'll definitely do that within days. So, so sometimes ads don't work in certain areas. Um, sometimes the targeting is not right. Um, sometimes the pictures aren't good. Like if we're doing a single property site, um, we'll sometimes we'll AB test, you know, two, three pictures and um, we'll shut off two of those within uh probably within 24 hours. So sometimes we will, you, you'll, you'll see pretty immediately. It, it, and this isn't necessarily leads that it's generating. Sometimes you're looking at the cost for traffic and how many clicks there are. Right. So, and, and that just goes back to your copy and creative and, and um, 
right. deconstructing your conversion. All right, let's do this for sake of time because we're getting close to the end of our uh, allotment okay. here. Um, let's jump into something you mentioned, which is HomeBot. Let me bring that back up on the yeah. screen and talk about how you're leveraging HomeBot in this process. So, so HomeBot has always had a buyer side, and um, they are building that out. They initially built it for homeowners, for past clients, um, but they built in this buyer side. And for the longest time, you couldn't get any data out of it. But last week, they introduced the buyer dashboard. Um, so as part of this process, so what HomeBot does is it's a if it's a homeowner, it's a digest that analyzes their equity and how much equity and their interest rate and what they could do with it. Um, if it's a buyer side, it's really it's a it's a set of data research tools um, that allows buyers to search homes by heat map, time frame, cost per square footage, and then they drill down to a specific zip code that they want to that they want to buy in, and then they're requesting to see listings in that zip code. So they didn't have analytics on this until last week. And this really surprised me. About half of our buyers are opening are opening the buyer digest. Uh, the engagement isn't great, but I mean, when you think about it, Jeff, if I dumped a thousand leads in there, a thousand buyer leads in there, I'm not doing anything with these guys. That's 600 people are opening, half of the people are opening the email and about 70 to 90 of them are going through and clicking. So I'm providing value to almost 100 people a month uh, that I'm not talking to, that I don't even see. So I thought that was super valuable. Um, if you're a mortgage lender and you're putting leads in HomeBot, they have a new feature that you can put a white label IDX attached to your uh, to your HomeBot. Um, it, when you're running, so I can't see my agent's numbers, so those are my numbers. But what I'm doing is I'm taking all of those buyer leads from the Facebook ads and I'm dumping them into the agent's Facebook account or the, or the agent's HomeBot account for them. So they don't touch it. So I, I thought those numbers were really, really good. Um, and then I think that last slide is that analysis of all of the of all of those leads. Yep. So that. this this was what I ended up posting on on Facebook that started a lot of different conversations. And the highlights are really where where I got excited. Um, you know, we were contacting versus contacting half of the leads, one out of five, um, they're able to qualify. Our average cost per lead was 637 um, over those leads. The This really surprised me is the credit scores. I'm on the highlights right. on the right-hand side. 57% had over a 660 credit score, 23% had over 740. Hey, real quick too, you mentioned, I heard, I was watching your re recording the other day, you were surprised at um, the, the price range of a particular property somebody was shopping for, I believe, right? Something like a yeah. million dollar property or something. Yeah, no, that was, um, that was actually that landing page that I showed you earlier. Um, so we were able to, that was a $400 spend. Mm -hmm. Um, we generated, I want to say about 112 leads out of it. Um, twenty-seven percent of her leads were over a seven forty credit score, and over twenty-five percent of the leads were looking to buy a home six hundred eighty thousand and above, six hundred eighty to one point two million, and that that shocked me because I didn't think that demographic was 
clicking ads on Facebook. Right. I know. And I've heard that before. And here's the thing. What people forget is these are just people, right? I mean, and, and 2 billion people are on Facebook. So there's some high income earners on Facebook. <laughs> well, and plus, you know, 1.2 million is a, is a studio flat in San Francisco. Uh, right, up in the Bay Area for sure. Hey, real quick, not- we, have a, we have a viewer asking, <laughs> I'd love to get your take on this, how you compare HomeBot to HomeScout. Are you familiar with HomeScout? Not familiar with HomeScout. Okay. So nope. uh, we'll we'll table that for later, probably. And if you want to get with me on that, message me in terms of what's the deep differences. HomeScout is you know, kind of like your own customized um, home search platform that you team up with agents and you have a co-branded uh, search based on, it's kind of like an IDX search that's co-branded. So oh, okay. 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 Um, yeah. It's, this isn't, this isn't anything that you're really, yeah. HomeBot is quite a bit different. It's definitely not an IDX um, and it's more consumer direct. Yeah, for sure. And it gets a lot of engagement as we've seen from the numbers. All right. Let's get back engagement. up here real quick. So, so 60, go back to the highlights. Let me zoom through there real quick. 22% um, had more than 5% down. 14% um, had more than 10% down. That was encouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, 61% have some down payment that need help. Those are the people that were, and when on the lead form, there's a drop down box. So um I have two thoughts about down payment piece on the lead form. Um, first of all, you're only getting the down payment that's available in the drop down box. The second part of that is I suspect that most people want to come in with as little money down as absolutely possible. Mm-hmm. So I think that they're, I think that a good percentage of those I want 3% or down leads have more than that. And so that's an education process. Um, probably the single most important um number here is right there on the bottom right 93 percent of these leads are not working with a real estate agent yeah that's a big uh woo, that's actually, <laughs> that deserves one of these <laughs> yeah because uh that's part of this whole game right is how do we attract agents by you know feeding them with some leads yeah. Yeah. And, and so, so here's, if you go to the blue section, the Facebook to lead pops, yep. um, this is kind of where our partnership comes in with the agent. So my value proposition is 100% of your spend, Mr. Agent, Mrs. Agent goes towards your ads. We will build the ads. We'll create the ads. We'll fix the ads. And we're going to f- pay to follow up on them. So we cover the cost of verse. And you'll see here out of this 300 plus leads, the total spend on these numbers was a little bit over $2,200 and we're right around two grand on verse. Mm-hmm. So that's about a 50-50. And um, I would argue... I would argue that we're we are uh, compliant. There's no co-branding on any of the ads, so I don't even know that that's necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ads are all in their name, except for the fact that the sponsored by is find my way home, my generic uh, right, home page. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my blog page. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so this this um, th- this was shocking to me. I mean, this was this was really cool. I, I, what I learned out of this is that. I can feel confident that these tools are doing their job. I feel like I have them tied together correctly. These are all tied together by Zapier uh, and and your CRM. And um, 
And now I feel like I don't have to spend as much energy on lead quality. I'm going to start focusing on conversion and we're getting ready to implement a new CRM so that I have better tracking and better follow-up. And even though we tell the agents that we are sharing these leads with them, um, quite honestly, we don't do a lot of follow-up on the leads on our side. Uh, we will do, we do some follow-up, but it's not nearly what I want it to be. I've spent all of my time filling up the pipeline. Now we've got to focus on, but the pipeline is filled with good quality opportunities. I'm confident of that now. So now it's just a matter of getting them converted. Okay. So uh, we have a question and I think we kind of addressed this earlier. So if you've shown up late and by the way, somebody's giving me a hard time because I'm saying some person. So it must be somebody I know. Uh, <laughs> just a Facebook you. user. Yeah, exactly. I can't see you because you got to allow StreamYard to uh, see your name, which I put that already in the comments. But anyway, let's get to the question once again. Is is final lead conversion better with conversion lead or Facebook lead ads? Mr. Scott Shang, what say you? So um, that's actually a really, really good question. And I should have put those numbers up there. So the, um, the agent that's up north um, that we were running Facebook lead ads from uh Verse was contacting about 43% that were responding and 8% were qualified. Mm. So now convert that to over 50% contact and 22% qualified. I think that the quality is significantly better and, and that's what I call conversion. So, so it cost us, there was a, there were, hell, almost twice the opportunities when we sent them to when we collected 15 data points, as opposed to putting them on Facebook lead ads. So and the cost isn't much different. So to clarify, do you think the lead increase in quality is because of the conversion optimization with the lead pops questions or the verse calling? Or is it really a combo of both? I, I think it's the lead. I think it's the funnel. I think it's the lead funnel. I think it's that hurdle of pushing them, making them jump through 15 hurdles in order to get to you. And then landing on a landing page that says, Hey, we're following up. You're going to get a call from us in a minute. Yep. Um, I, I think that's what it is. Okay. Quite honestly, because I didn't change anything else. I didn't change your copy, creative right. or targeting. And uh, by the way, whoever this person is, uh, they're asking this question. What about Pinterest? Here's my answer. <laughs> this is not a Pinterest show. So <laughs> clearly Pinterest does not allow you to do the things we're talking about here today. Okay. So yeah, there we go. I don't know who that is, but I'm going to find you. I'm going to find you. All right. So listen. We're going to pixel you. That's follow right. you I'm going to pixel you. I've got your digital breadcrumbs following you right now, <laughs> whoever you are, Facebook user, randomized. Um, all right, cool, man. So listen, you've been on Lead Pops for how long now? Oh, I've used Lead Pops for a long time. I, I, I use Lead Pops funnels on Find My Way Home um, for years. So I've used Lead Pops for a very long time. I started using, um, and I don't want this to be a commercial, but I do want to, I do want people to know that there are solutions out there. Everything that I just said, a lot of ears are bleeding right now. They're like, I'm not, I don't know how to do this. Yeah. Um, lead, lead pops will actually do this for you. So they are connected with verse. So you can pay per lead with verse instead of um, verse is pretty expensive. You have to commit to a minimum 200 leads a month. Um, but lead pops allows you to do it one lead at a time. Um, he also has a, um, 
he has a really good ad center um, that are running these ads and uh, and that are they can re they can reproduce this quality and they're very very inexpensive. So uh, if you're a Lead Pops customer, reach out to them and check with them on that. Um, but I also use them for the website for my brokerage. Yeah, for sure. I think no matter what. And so I'm just showing the Lead Pops website here. And if Andrew, if you're watching on the replay, whatever, shout out to you, my man. Yeah. Um, he's Absolutely. always uh, evolving and, and innovating and adapting, which is really mm -hmm. great. Um, but the point is this, is you've seen a lot. You've had a lot of information come at you. Clearly, Scott has invested the time and the money to set this up as a proper system. So... Listen, here's here's what, what irks me about people who show up in this industry with some type of a platform and say, go consumer direct. Well, that's easier said than done. And if you're going to succeed with it, you've got to have the right plan structure and various tools in place to actually make that happen or your experience won't be great. So I just wanted to add that little qualifier. So whether it's Lead Pops, whether it's Verse, whether it's your, right. you know, you, you need a CRM, you need the right tools. So get them. And the system that works is the one that you build and use and monitor. And, you know, those tools are, are my, I don't know if those are the best tools out there, but for me, they're best in class and, and they communicate. Um, I like innovative companies. Uh, I like companies that iterate fast and I like companies that play nice with others. And all of those tools interact with Zapier. Um, I will not invest in a tool that puts data on an island that I can't access. Wow, I like that. That's a cool phrase, data on an island. That should be some company's new tagline. <laughs> Don't leave your data on an island. Love That's it. right. Okay, so listen, we are out of time. You've been very gracious. Before we go, I want to remind everybody, if you haven't yet heard, coming soon to a book publisher near you is the brand new book, GetDisruptorDie.com. I actually featured Mr. Shang in there. Yes. He is featured in there for more details about what he's doing with lead capture, consumer direct, and things like that, because he's obviously brilliant and spe spent more time thinking about this than I think I want to. So that's why I lean on him heavily. Um, but if you want to get on the pre-advanced list, you go to getdisruptordie.com. It's that easy. Scott Shang, I can't thank you enough once again for being here, man. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. All right. Listen, guys, you know what to do. If you want to see the, the show we do every single week, make sure you click the little button that says remind Facebook. If you're watching on YouTube, hey, subscribe, comment, reach out to me. We appreciate you being here. And we'll see you next week coming back at you with more truth in mortgage marketing. And I'm going to take you out on this. Scott, take care. Have a great one. Bye for now. See you, everybody. Hey guys, what's up? Real quick, uh, you've heard about the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership before, and I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business, let's just face it, agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling done-for-you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done-for-you proven marketing materials and plug-and-play content to make promoting your class, getting agents butts and seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, 
you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list upload into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call, we'll have a chat, we'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.